a world that is filled with filters and masks, we want to give you an unfiltered experience. Welcome to Sote. Yes, Salt of the Earth podcast, a Christian podcast where we teach you how to apply the Word of God with wisdom into your everyday lives. If you're ready to take off the filters and learn how to be the salt of the earth, stay stay tuned tuned to to Sote. Welcome again to another episode of Sote Podcast. Welcome to Sote. Yes, we have. Tammy was singing for us earlier. Yeah, you know, I get paid to sing, so I just can't. I don't know who is paying you. (laughs) They should take their money back. (laughs) People who know my value and my worth. Oh, okay. They pay me. Sorry. But yeah. If you you want, um, okay, I don't just do any type of shows. This is not your opportunity to sell yourself. (laughs) I'm just messing around. Um, so what are we talking about today, Tubby? Ah, we're talking what about trying to sell your singing abilities. I mean, well, <laughs> no, we're, we're on a serious <laughs> note. We're talking about disconnect to connect, right? And I'm pretty sure you're wondering what what does that even mean, right? Yeah. Well, ask Oi. Oh. She came over. <laughs> but, <laughs> you just threw it at me. <laughs> no, no, no. On a more serious note, it means, or I guess, what we're trying to point to is being able to disconnect from the world sometimes yes. in order to connect to god yes 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 he said it perfectly yeah disconnect to connect yeah so what does that mean to you honestly it means it's okay to be alone hmm okay in what sense um the pandemic taught me that oh okay very clearly because i think like at that time of my life like i used people to kind of like mask emotions and like i'll just be like oh everybody knows me is happy so i'll just be around people to feel happy but I wasn't really finding true happiness or joy really in God. And so I think the pandemic really like put me in a situation where I had to find the true source of joy mm-hmm. in God. Um, and it was not easy. It was a lot of crying and mm. being like, God, I don't like having to really come to terms with all my emotions and everything. Yeah. But learning to be alone has made me like actually enjoy it now. And now it can become a problem in the sense mm-hmm. of like, I value that more than connecting with others. So I think mm-hmm. disconnected connect could also be like, you know, don't get overly on one side either. Mm-hmm. Like isolating yourself to the point where you don't even connect with people anymore too. Yeah. But that's not what we're here for yeah. today. Yeah, but I have I do have a question like with what you just um, spoke about the pandemic. Yeah. Because, and it's a question um, towards your experience at that time. Yeah. And it is that, you know, even in the world we live in now, you really don't have to be physically in the same space with someone to connect with that person. Yeah. So for you, you said, you know, you were able to, I guess, disconnect from people physically. Yeah. It kind of helped you to um, self-evaluate and do some things or do some working on yourself. Yeah. Then the question is in a world where, okay, we have Instagram, we have TikTok, we have Twitter, we have all of this thing. How were you also able to, I guess, manage that aspect? Was that something you also disconnected from? um i think at that time like i wasn't big on social media like no sote wasn't there so nobody really knew me okay (laughs) but yeah like i think you know i i was someone who liked physical connections and back then that wasn't a problem like Mm -hmm. it it was the norm to like talk to people face to face um i mean i feel like the internet was still like a thing and everything but like 
people still valued like in-person connections. And so when the pandemic comes, like it was a really big like shift, Mm -hmm. culture shift, I guess you could say for me. And then also at that time too, I was living on campus. Yeah, no, I was living off campus, but like I was in school, like around my friends and all of that. But once the pandemic happened, like I had to move back home. And not only am I moving back home, I'm an only child. So (laughs) there was literally nobody in that house that was my age or that could connect with me. And so Mm -hmm. it was like a big, like, okay, it's not just like, oh, I can just, you know, call my friends. It was like, I'm completely removed from you and seeing them like face to face. And then when you go from being used to like communicating with friends, like, hey, I can just walk to your house and we can just chat. It was really hard for me at that time. Um, And then like, also I had some friends who were dealing with, you know, mental health issues as well. And I I was trying to be their anchor. And like, it was just a lot on me mentally and like emotionally. And I had before just used people as a crutch to like deal with those emotions and feelings. And so them being put in a position where I'm like, okay, I truly don't have these people because these people are also looking to me for help. Mm -hmm. I was like, I need God to really be the one to replenish my joy and everything. And so even though like later on over time, social media helped me to get that connection back because I was still in the middle of a pandemic and you know, all of those factors, I had to like, use that isolation to like learn how to be okay with myself before I could pour into others. So it wasn't like a situation of like, I couldn't go and connect with people. I knew that what I needed at that time was that isolation. So even though mm. it was hard, I knew it was what I needed for my growth at that period of time. So mm. that's yeah. very interesting. And I yeah. feel like sometimes um, God would call us to isolate ourselves. Yeah. Um, yeah just in certain seasons or even as a daily practice sometimes because yeah. if you if we yeah. do study the life of jesus we see that he, that man used to even sneak out <laughs> like he was sneaky yes you just say yeah like he would do something so miraculous and then the next verse literally you say mm-hmm. and then jesus went to pray and he went away from his disciples and then they're mm-hmm. looking for him like mm-hmm. what is this yeah. dude go to yeah. And so that was I think one of the verses I took down. Oh, nice. What Luke verse? 16. Yeah, go ahead. But let's Jesus let's read the Bible. Often redrew, Luke 5 16, but Jesus mm-hmm. often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. Yeah. That's and yeah. So yeah, but um he, <laughs> I mean it's the Holy Spirit, you see. Right Amen. He just was like, Oh, you didn't say Spirit. it. I have somebody else say it. <laughs> it's the Holy Spirit. Exactly. He was waiting on you to talk. I know. I was, yeah. But it's okay. It's, yeah. we're, we're a team, so teamwork no, makes good. the dream work. That was good. Yeah. But yeah, if we look at Jesus' life, we see that. You know, it was a daily practice yeah. for him to disconnect from the world because yeah. he knew what or who his ultimate source right, was. Right. And there was no way he could do all of the things that he mm-hmm. did if he didn't, um, you know, disconnect from the world in that sense. You know, I was reading one book about the power of prayer mm-hmm. and it talks about or it highlights the life of Jesus and how, you know, minutes with God. I know I have the quote somewhere. I hope I don't misquote it. Let me just, <laughs> let me open it up because I yeah. have. And while you're looking for that, yeah. something that came to mind too was this quote that I saw. I'll probably misquote it, mm-hmm. but it was like, "Pain <laughs> with with God is better yeah. than happiness without Him." Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was kind of like my story too. It was like, yeah, it was painful, and yeah. yeah, the easy thing is just to like go for the next thing that would make me happy. But I'm glad I went through that pain because now I'm able to deal with my emotions a lot more yeah. healthier way. 
because I remember like back then I would tell people I'm like man like I just don't feel like myself mm. like I feel like I'm always putting up this persona for people and like I don't mm. know who I am anymore yeah. and I think like also on the other side like social media can also create that as well of just like you lose your identity because everybody expects you to look like this cookie cutter mm-hmm. version of yourself and god just wants the real you yeah um and he's the one person that's like not gonna judge you on it either he's not gonna be like oh you changed up why why are you changing up on me like <laughs> why aren't you laughing and happy all the time yeah. like he wants to see all aspects of you because he already knows it too yeah so. that's good yeah. that's very good the quote that i was trying to remember was Hours with God makes minute with men effective. Mm, and so that's deep. That was in me. That's, that's um, Dr. Miles Monroe. I didn't say you would. I yeah. said that was deep. Okay. okay, okay. Thank to you. Add sex I was I was gonna <laughs> you know, I'm just I'm just out here stealing credits. But it's okay. No, but, he's he's a very good You know, he was talking too. about the the life of Jesus and how yeah. he would literally spend hours with God, you know, from around like two AM yeah. all the way to six AM and then yeah. somebody he wouldn't even have to do anything. Like yeah. people would be the one touching him and yeah. then they're being healed. Mm. And it really mm. stuck out to me is yeah. that you know, as hard as it may be sometimes, like yeah. there is benefit from spending those long hours or I guess tarrying with God. Mm. Because at the end mm. of the day, it does something to our spirit man that, you know, words can't even really explain. Right. It makes us like God. Yeah. That's that's just yeah. the only way I can think about yeah. it. It makes us like God in a yeah. sense or in every sense of it. Because yeah. that is even the end goal. Right. And so I and for me, whenever I think about, you know, disconnecting to connect, it also goes I guess it also goes beyond just being secluded or being mm-hmm. by yourself. Mm-hmm. It also involves, okay, what are you doing even in your seclusion? Right. Or what are right. you doing when you're by yourself? Okay, right. yes, fine. Okay, you disconnect from the world, but then, you know, you're on Instagram for like five mm-hmm. hours and then, you know, you're watching a movie for like the next three hours mm. and then... Like, you're just numbing the, yourself. Exactly, you're just numbing yourself. Mm. And I think mm. the biggest thing for us is, especially in our generation, is we love distractions. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. even while... We could be doing, you know, the most mundane thing, but we're on our phone trying to be on TikTok, trying to be on Instagram. We could be reading a book, you know, before we know. And I try to be conscious of that because especially mm. when I'm, you know, doing stuff or when I want to be intentional about maybe reading or studying or even working. Mm-hmm. Like you just find yourself. Mm-hmm. It's just like a reflex at, mm-hmm. at the point where every five minutes or every 10 minutes you're checking your phone. And it's like, okay, the society we're living in is just so in love with distraction yeah like every single thing we want is just to be distracted and it's really a fight for us you know we have to be very intentional about okay restraining our body restraining our emotions restraining our appetites um which is why things like fasting is good fasting from food fasting from social media fasting from so many other things people fast you know from so many things but the essence of all of those things are to subject the body like paul says he said yeah. i bring my body under subjection like yes. <laughs> it is a very hard thing to do yeah but i i've i've begun to realize that it is something that is needed mm-hmm. you know as a christian mm-hmm. because at the end of the day we cannot allow you know our fleshy desires you know be the one making the shots yeah right and so the spirit man has to be the one that you know takes over at one point and begins to subject and it is very i promise you like <laughs> for me now for example i've been very intentional about um you know the type of music i listen to mm, so for like mm. the past couple months the spirit the holy spirit has been you know trying to you know um tell me that hey like this type of music okay you know why are you even listening to this mm. type of music and you know sometimes we people always ask the questions like okay well so can't i listen to beyonce or can't i listen right. to this yeah. and what the holy spirit said to me was okay it's not about the music being bad or good it's 
how close do you want to be with me? Mm. Because the more things you feed on or the more worldly things you feed on, mm. the more worldly you become. Mm. That's just how it's going to be. Right. If you eat junk food, garbage in, garbage out. Mm-hmm. If you eat healthy food, that's the that's what is going to come out of you. Mm-hmm. And that's what Jesus was pointing to when he said, <clears throat> a man is not defiled really by what he eats, but what comes out of him. Mm-hmm. But also what comes out of a man is also based on what he takes in right. through the gates, through right. his eyes, through right. his ears, through his mind. I mean, your mind, you know, just runs wild and wild mm-hmm. based off of what you've seen, what you've heard, um, and what you smell. All of those things, yeah. all of your five senses yeah. affect what your mind thinks about. Yeah. Sometimes your mind will stray away to, I mean, wicked places, but it is still your responsibility to bring it under subjection to what God's word is. And so for me, even with cutting out some type of music or cutting out some type of movies, it's more of like, okay, God, I'm hungry for you. And this thing doesn't help foster my relationship mm. with you. It's not even, and I, I think sometimes the question of asking, oh, is, is this bad? Is it bad to watch um, this type of show? Is it bad to listen to this mm-hmm. type of music? I feel like that is the wrong question. Yeah. The question should be, is it good for you? <laughs> like, if you know that your goal in life is to become like Christ, mm. so how is that helping you become How's like How is it Christ? getting you closer to Christ? And Not, that's the hard, is it getting me further away from Yeah, me? and that's the hard question I had to ask myself. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you keep saying, oh, you want to get closer to Christ. You want to, you want yeah. to experience God in mm. a way you haven't experienced God, but you're still doing the same thing over mm. and over again. And I feel like yeah. sometimes we have to come to that point where we're hard on ourselves in a good way, not yeah. condemning ourselves, but we have to be truthful to ourselves. Like, okay, truly, if we truly want to be used by God, there are things we have to sacrifice. I said yeah. on the last episode that being a Christian is the hardest thing ever. Like yeah. for you, when I speak to people, I'm like, are you sh-? okay? I'm not, I don't ask them, are you sure you want to be a Christian? But I'm saying like, it, it's not, it's not just yeah. a joke. It's not just, I'm coming to church or um, singing in the choir, I'm preaching or I'm teaching. Like Mm -hmm. it's more than that. It's a life that you come into and that life can be very constraining. Right. As crazy as that sounds. It can be very constraining. But at the end of the day, we know that the reason they put, they put balconies on barricades and balconies, not just to hinder us from freedom, but also to protect us. Yes. And so some of those barricades that are put in place by God, our means of protections to mm-hmm. preserve our soul and our spirit. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, it could be hard to disconnect sometimes from some of the things that, yes. you know, we're so accustomed to like right. social media, like even food sometimes, right? right? right. We need to disconnect from food sometimes <laughs> and we need to fast. I try to fast sometimes, yes. sometimes if I'm being honest. Okay. Yes. I guess I could ask a question. Yes, go ahead. So we know that social media is addictive. Mm-hmm. And it can, like, get in the way of, like, true, like, authentic relationships we have with others. Yeah. Even if we fast, have you, like, ever had, at least this happens to me, but Mm -hmm. I've ever had a a situation where, like, yeah, I went on a fast. It was great. Yeah. Really connected with God. The second I get back on social media, it's like I'm binge eating, Mm -hmm. you know, just, like, getting, absorbing everything. Yeah. So, like, somebody who's struggling with that, too, is, like, how do you balance it like how do you have a healthy mm-hmm. relationship with social media even though you may go on a fast how do you not just go right back to where you started yeah. you go back on the fast again <laughs> yeah. the best way you come back i think or what what do you do to like i think the answer to that is a switch in mindset because yeah. that used to i used to do that too where i used to take you know sometimes i'll take breaks of like a month or yeah. three weeks off of social media and then whenever i come back i know like the same exact thing yeah and there are two things I would say is one, I had to come to the realization that you die every day. 
<laughs> it's so funny because I say there's a, a a scene I have, you know, my friend, and I can't say it here, but <laughs> anyways, <laughs> like it's really a joke about you dying to your flesh yeah. every day. Yeah. But the point I'm trying to make is that I think there has to be a switch in the mentality of, okay, well, yeah, you know, because during that fast, like you could experience God or you could see mm-hmm. God move, but mm-hmm. behind, for me personally, at the back of your mind, right, you have this idea that, you know, in a way, I mean, okay, I can't wait to get through, right. get through the fast. And right. so in a sense, it's just about getting through the days. Mm. It's not about, you know, actually Growing for me, yeah, mm-hmm. for me, I guess speaking from my own perspective and I'm, I don't know if that's mm-hmm. what other people experience, but mm-hmm. in a way, after a while, it just, it becomes like a routine of, okay, I'm just going to get through these next seven days. Yeah. And then after that, now you begin to binge watch. And so I had to yeah. switch my mindset and be like, Hey bro, every single day you're going to have to die to your flesh. Like mm. every single day you wake up, <laughs> like mm. the flesh, there are days where it's so weird because there are days where like I wake up in the morning and I can just start, I mean, I, I could feel the presence mm. of the spirit and I'm like, yes, today, not today, Satan, literally the next day, Mm-hmm. And I guess when we talk about spiritual warfare and all mm-hmm. of those things, yeah, all of those things come into play. But literally the next day, like mm-hmm. me, I was feeling this, oh, I was on my high horse, like, oh man, yes, Satan can't do anything. He has been defeated. He has been crushed. And literally right, the next day, right. it's like, bruh, <laughs> like, <laughs> my flesh is like, ah, yeah. you want to? Right. And so I had to yeah. realize that, man, like every single day, we have to depend on the spirit of grace, mm. on the spirit of God. And mm. so I would just say that for someone who may be in that, I guess both is realizing that, hey, first off, we have to just make sure that it's a lifestyle. It can't yeah. just be that, okay, well, this seven days I'll be consecrated to God. Right. And then the next seven days, you know, I'll just be very lax mm-hmm. on how much I'm hungry for God. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I fall short of that too. It's like I go through certain seasons where it's like I'm just hungry for God, like for a month. Mm-hmm. And then right after, I feel overwhelmed or I feel tired. Mm-hmm. And then, which is why I think. You know, Paul was saying that we should always walk in the spirit because if we were to walk in the flesh, like your flesh doesn't want to have anything to do with the spirit. And so realizing that, man, this thing is a struggle every single day that you have to wake up. Like he said it literally, Jesus was his daily custom. He Mm -hmm. didn't say it was his every Mm -hmm. seven day custom Mm -hmm. or every two month custom. Like literally every day he had to recognize that, hey, in order to champion this day, like I have to start off with the spirit of God. I have to continue with the spirit of God and I have to end with the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. And sometimes here yeah, we fall. I mean, God is gracious. We repent, we get back up, mm-hmm. but just switching your mind and saying that, see, man, every day is a battle. Mm-hmm. Like we are soldiers in Christ. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds very, yeah, yeah, yeah. But truly like we are soldiers trying to, you, if you're at war, you don't just say, ah, let me just, you know, sleep for the next two days or three mm-hmm. days. Yeah. Mm-hmm you're probably gonna die yeah right so yeah yeah and when you were talking it reminded me of this um video i watched where the guy was like you know denying your flesh every day is like also cutting like you may have a desire but cut it in half so for example if you were in your kitchen like man i want to eat two slices of this cake tell your flesh no we're only having one yeah. Or if you're like, man, I really want to sleep in today. I don't have anything to do. Tell your flesh, no, we're going to wake up early anyways. Mm-hmm. So like having a habit of not just doing what your flesh wants, it might not yeah. be necessarily a sin. It's not a sin to sleep in. It's not a sin mm-hmm. to eat two slices of cake. But 
getting yourself to a point where you, you don't just do whatever your flesh desires mm-hmm. will help you when there's bigger battles that you have to face. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's a, kind of like another practical way to take it to is like, mm-hmm. what, how easy are you allowing your flesh to fall? Even on simple things that you might mindlessly think like, oh, that's not a big deal. You know? Yeah, that's good. And I just to add one little thing to that yeah. is, you know, Paul actually spoke about something like this. While that that is very, very good and mm-hmm. it's something we always have to practice. Mm-hmm. But I think that also has to be um, grounded on the knowledge of why you're mm-hmm. doing those type of things. Mm-hmm. Because Paul said in one of his epistles about, you know, Whenever we do certain things like that, we are not we are not to be compared to those people who self motivate right, themselves. Right, we think that right. by then they attain righteousness. Right, we're right. doing that because as much as we're trying to deny the flesh, it's not just about what you don't do, right. but it's also about what, what you're you do doing. Instead, so right. as much as you're denying yeah. the flesh, you should yeah. also be strengthening the spirit. Right. Because right. if you're only denying the flesh and then you're not strengthening the mm. spirit, you're only in a way deceiving yourself yeah. because eventually what happens in my You're life depleted, you yeah. just you get to a point there's only as you can only do <laughs> like you get to a point where it's like yeah man you're just going to give into the flesh right but then when when you're denying the flesh and you're mm-hmm. strengthening the spirit at the mm-hmm. same time by the time you get to that point where the you, the flesh is very weak the spirit is already so strong mm-hmm. that now you begin to rely on the spirit of god on the spirit right. of grace and so, i think to add to that too we'll keep that no, go ahead let's add <laughs> Um, but no, to add to that too is to also understand the biblical side to it as well. Yeah. Um, you know, like you were saying, like why why am I doing this? Because mm-hmm. sometimes it can then become like a religious, yeah. you know, thing, and it's not it's not grounded on anything. Yeah. Um, so I think it's also important to understand the why, because the why is what's going to keep you going, even yeah. if you do like a social disaster or something like that. Like if people are just telling you to do it, but you don't even feel led to, you're not gonna mm-hmm. you're not gonna leave with any impact. Yeah. Um, and understanding that we don't fast to gain blessings, we fast to grow in Christ. That's yeah, also important that's as well. Because some people are like, "Oh, I'm fasting so that when <laughs> I get out of this fast, God will give me that job." And yeah. it's like you may not get that blessing, but hopefully you grew mm-hmm. learning a few lessons along the way to yeah. help you. Um, whenever God finally blesses you with that thing. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's another thing to remember too. Yeah, that's yeah, very good. This has been good. Yeah, it has been very good. <laughs> very good. I had a wonderful time yes. listening to all of you. Just so no, you too. Of... I think you you, you came in. Yeah, I tried. Came in very well. I the tried. Holy Spirit spoke. It's the Holy Praise Spirit. God. Praise but God. yeah, I guess on to end it, um, the, the last thing i'll see or the last advice the cherry, would be, the yeah the cherry on the top again yeah or maybe the icing on the cake this time oh, hey, would be yeah. would be that you know it could be very hard um to if we're being realistic it could be very hard you know to disconnect and to actually yes. want to connect with god yes because i think as christians we have to learn the aspect of tarrying and waiting on god yeah because yeah whew, i'm telling you it could be it could be hard, right? <laughs> and so we have to realize that this is a holy God yeah. and a holy king we're yeah. trying to approach. Yeah. A king doesn't just show up anywhere. Mm. And so mm. during that process of you tarrying, mm. you may not know, but God is trying to mm. prune, like he's yes. pruning every single thing in you because yes. in your mind, you're thinking, oh man, I'm this righteous person. I'm right. this good person. Right. And for me, like, God has exposed to me, you know, so, so many things that I thought, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not proud or I'm not, cause I used to think I wasn't a proud person yeah. until like the last two months where God started showing me some things. And I'm like, yeah, boy, 
you mm-hmm. yeah, I think you're you're kind of proud. And yeah. like people will say like, yeah, you're very humble, you know, blah blah blah, but it's only God that knows the intention yes. of our hearts. Yes. And so during that process of tiring, you during that process of I guess him pruning you, him shaping you, he's trying to rid you of every single mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. before he now says, yes, now yeah. you are worthy of me. That's There's this, true. my screensaver is from Colossians and I guess we can end on this note. Yes. Chapter one, um, verse nine to 12. <clears throat> and Paul was writing to the Colossians. He was saying, you know, for this reason, we, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you mm-hmm. and to ask mm-hmm. that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will mm. in all wisdom and spiritual understanding mm. that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him. Mm. And so I think that's the stage where God is trying to get us to where mm-hmm. we work, like we are worthy to be called son. Like right, right. it's a big deal to be called right. son of God or mm. daughter of God. Like, mm-hmm. yes, I know we say that man of God, son of God, daughter of God, I'm a son of God, but right. like to be an actual son, yeah, we are not the one that, I mean, in a way we, we know that we are sons of God, right? right? Because Christ has, you know, reconciled us back to him. Mm-hmm. But if you remember when Jesus was being baptized, who was doing the speaking? Mm-hmm. It was the father. He mm-hmm. said, this is my son mm-hmm. in whom I am well pleased. Mm-hmm. So in as much as, yes, we recognize that, yes, we're sons of God through yes. reconciliation. Does, can God call us son mm-hmm. or can he even call us daughter? Mm-hmm. That's the bigger question mm-hmm. there. And so, yes, it takes a while to get to that stage, but God got us. So Amen. just keep fighting. Amen. And the extra cherry. Extra cherry. <laughs> On top of your icing. Um, Chai, that's too much, too much sugar. <laughs> I, don't I didn't even know how to come back with It's that. cool, it's cool. Um, but I was going to say, like, that verse you said, it yeah. kind of reminded me of, like, accountability is also important. Because mm, we can't do it all on our true, own. Right. Um, you know, be your brother's keeper. True. Huh? I see I'm going to just leave it at that. It's cool. It's cool. I see you. <laughs> But yeah, be your brother's keeper. I'm learning. Be your brother's keeper. But yes, thank you guys for watching this episode with us. Yes. Um, We have learned a lot. I have learned a lot. I don't know about you, Tim. I have. I I always learn a lot whenever Um, I discuss with you. The Holy Spirit always speaks. Yes. Yes. Um, But yes, thank you guys for watching. Uh, We will catch you on the next episode. Um, But until then, stay Stay tuned tuned to Sote. In a world that is filled with filters and masks, we want to give you an unfiltered experience. Welcome to Sote. Yes, Salt of the Earth podcast. A Christian podcast where we teach you how to apply the word of God with wisdom into your everyday lives. If you're ready to take off the filters and learn how to be the salt of the earth, stay stay tuned tuned to to Sote. Sote.